Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've tuned in. Uh, We are continuing our study on the book of James, and we are in verse number 26 of chapter number one. It says this, If any man among you seem to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. That's That's a strong statement there. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless, and widows in their affliction, and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Just as we are looking at this passage, we are kind of coming back to what he talked about earlier, as he says, if any man just seemed to be religious, he deceives his own heart. And so I just kind of want to start us off as we are looking into this passage, there is this outward aura that we believe that we can fool the, the world fool the people at church. We can go to church. We can put on the the show, uh, as as one person put it, painting our face, uh, put, put put our face on. We got we to gotta go out there, put the smile on, put the suit on, put this on. And we seem to be religious. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you're talking about, you had mentioned earlier, this man's religion is vain. Uh, when, when, when scripture uses that word vain, and we know it today, you know, sometimes we think that people are vain, but the idea in scripture is, you know, useless, worthless. And so when he says, you know, if any man seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, notice the emphasis that's placed on the tongue and what you say and bridleth not his tongue. He deceiveth his own heart. This is the second time in these verses that the phrase, like you said, self, deceit. Usually when we think of deceiving, we think of deceiving others. But Scripture is saying, listen, if you're not going to take Scripture at its at its face value and what Scripture says, you're deceiving yourself, your own heart. You're thinking you're something you're not. And so uh, the idea of bridling not his tongue, we're going to talk in chapter 3 about the tongue a little more, and actually that word bridleth, but are controlling. If we don't control our tongue, if we don't control what we do, we're deceiving ourselves, and what we're doing is in vain. So then it says this. It says, pure religion, undefiled before God. So we are lying to ourselves, but now we're before God. Pure religion and undefiled before God. And the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Yeah, and I think when you're when you're talking about this whole idea of you know deceiving yourselves and what what it is, of course, the book of the whole book of James is about faith that works. You know, our faith must be lived out. How many times does Scripture tell us by your by your fruits, right? Uh, Bring forth therefore fruits, meet for repentance. Let your life display that you're a child of God, and that's exactly what verse twenty seven saying: pure religion undefiled, and I, you, I think you talk about that in a, in a second, but before God and the Father is this. this. In other words, this is what true true faith, this is what true faith lived out looks like, pure religion and undefiled. 
or we could say pure religion and faultless before God. One of the things that we're seeing is that as we are keeping ourselves clean, we, we, we need to per se take a bath. And a friend of mine, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but uh, we had a, a guy that I worked with in the Department of Navy. He was a fellow believer, and he used to walk down the hallway, and he'd tell me this. He says, have you visited the bathtub for believers today? And for those of you who have listened for quite a while, you, you've heard this. First John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We need to regularly visit the bathtub for believers. I mean, how would it be for you just walking around to take a bath once a month? That'd be pretty Not bad. Good. Not good. And so as a believer, pure religion and undefiled before God, we need to remember that we visit that bathtub, confess before God, but we don't want to mislead ourselves, deceiving our own hearts. We don't want to put on a, a, a per se, uh, a fake persona. And so this is where he gives us, per se, the prescription of pure religion. Yeah, and it, it's it's looking outside of yourself, right? It, it, it's There's something you're doing. And I love that phrase, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction. And of course, this goes back to, back to what Jesus did while he was on this earth and the lives he touched, the people he impacted. He, he reached out to the outcast, the broken, the hurting. And he's really giving us as an example in this, Hey, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction. Like, I, I love that word visit isn't like we would say visit, you know, I'm just going to see you. We went to the Philippines uh, a few months ago. And could I say that I, cause I visited them? No, to visit is to, is to, to dwell with, to be, to, to, and I love how someone said it, to uh, put their hurt in your heart. Uh, that's pity. And that's love when you can see someone and, Put their hurt in your heart. A lot of times we only want our hurt, but he's saying, listen, make their, their burdens your burdens. Visit them in their affliction. Be a part of their help and their hope and, and think outside of yourself. That's what's something I always encourage people who are going through difficulty and going through hard times. We're often, we're often selfish during hard times. Okay, this is my trial. This is my problem. Let me, let me get through it. But really the best way to navigate through trials that you're facing is to serve others. So you got to see this in this passage. Let's go back to James chapter number one. We're tying a bow on James chapter one. What does he say? He says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, which mm -hmm. is the trials. Mm -hmm. Then he says, let no man say when he is tempted, he is tempted of God. So regardless of whether you're going through a trial, a difficulty in life that may not be sinful, maybe you're facing a, a tough financial crisis, maybe you're facing a health crisis, whatever it is, then he goes and says, even if you're battling sin, the, the, the solution is not fo focusing on yourself. Mm -hmm. The solution is to visit the, the, the fatherless and the widows. See, this goes back to taking our eyes off ourselves walking in practical holiness. We are, I, I've said this time and again, we are God's hands and feet. How do people hear the gospel? Well, we take the gospel to them. How do they mm -hmm. feel God's love? We go show it to them. We are the, the, the practical uh, hands and feet of God as we take and we go. And if you've ever visited an orphanage, it'll change your life. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, you know sure. if you ever go and visit, I, I remember going back just a few I have a little golden doodle, a mini golden doodle. And I remember 
uh, an older family in our church, and we we were we weren't on the road, and they said, you know, we would love to come over and see the dog. And I said, well, how, how about we we bring her over to you? And we came over, we visited, and they just played with the dog. Exactly, and and that's the thing, you know, when you're when you are when you're a child of God, you you should have that desire to do what the Lord did and to help others, serve others, think of others. Because the when you when you put the focus on others, what happens? The focus slowly gets taken off yourself. And this is this is where we come to a close and we say this: Jesus, when he was ministering to the five thousand, a little boy with five loaves. Or uh, three loaves and five fishes, right? Or, uh, five loaves, three fishes. Five uh, loaves. I always get listener can correct us. Yeah, you're right in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the the loaves and the fishes. Exactly. I, I there forgot. we go. There we go. So I remember the little boy giving it right, but what does it say? Jesus was moved with compassion, and so as we are going about today, you're looking out. We know that our eyes affect our heart, and as you're looking about, you're seeing people. Let's make our, our lives moved with compassion as we're looking out and about. Let's not live lives of uncontrolled licentiousness, of just doing whatever we feel, whenever we feel, but rather living mature holiness that pleases the Lord and practically is living out our faith, reaching others for the cause of Christ. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that you can apply that to your life as you go out and about today. And thank you again. We look forward to hearing back from you on The Daily Dig. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.